0: Welcome to episode 39 of XY Podcast, and this episode is influenced by something that, well, it really stems from something that I've thought about for a very long time, that I've struggled with for a very long time, um, and that I also had to answer um, consistently and constantly. And also, it is um, influenced by Oprah Winfrey's talk with um, Reese Witherspoon um, and Mindy um, Kaling, And she basically talks about why is it that in this society, women have to apologize for being successful. How do people perceive ambitious women? Why is it that even in the hands, from the hands of other women, do women suffer the most? She asks a plethora of questions. And I think Reese Witherspoon hits it on the head and says, no more apologies. No longer am I going to hide my eight Emmys. No longer am I going to sit silent when I know that I'm supposed to speak up. No longer am I going to be made to to feel inferior or less than in order to make other people feel comfortable, you know, for a very, very long time, you know, and it's, and I think for women who are very, very ambitious and who are very successful, I always say that it's a lonely journey and it's a lonely journey because there comes a time in space where you have to be comfortable with your own self, right? Like you don't need the validation of other people out there. That in itself is intimidating to other people. The fact that you don't need a crowd, the fact that you don't need external validation to validate who you are, the fact that you can walk into any room and still own it, even if nobody looks your way, that in itself can can set people on edge because it's... it's it's like, who do you think you are? You know, that's, that's, that's the question. Who do you think you are? Whose are you? Where did you come from? What is it that you've done that makes you feel so bold enough to do that? Whereas, if a man did the same exact thing, sat up just like Reese Witherspoon, walked into a meeting, and said, yes, I have eight Emmys. And yes, he led with his accomplishments, and he led with his success, and he came in well-dressed and well-groomed. He would be viewed as a successful man. He would be praised, and he would be applauded by women and by his fellow men. But on the contrary, the woman did the same exact thing, walked into the conference room, led the conversation with her eight Emmys, looking well-put and well-groomed she would be ignored by her male counterparts and admonished by her female counterpart. They would all ask, who does she think she is? And one thing I started to think about is that even in friendships, sometimes with women, depending on who the other woman is, sometimes there's a tendency for the foundation of a friendship to be based on mediocrity. Meaning that if you stay where you are, and I silently agree to stay where I am. None of us outshines one another. None of us really kind of shoots for the stars. Our friendship can remain. But the minute you start to find your own voice, the minute you start to figure out who you are, the minute you start to really get on that rocket ship and try to shoot for the stars, there becomes a rift. There becomes an issue. Why is it that We are comfortable with people being comfortable. Comfortable in mediocrity. Comfortable in being less than. Comfortable in not speaking up. Comfortable in wallowing in issues. Why is it that my pain, why is it that my struggle, why is it that my shortcomings and my flaws is what sustains this relationship? The minute that I cannot relate to you on some of the issues that you are going through, the minute you side-eyed me, I have some real questions because if we are in the business of empowering ourselves and empowering women, especially in fighting for gender equality, we have to deal with certain issues that is on the ground, which is the issue that why do we give some women, why do we give them a hard time for them spreading their wings and wanting to be great? Why is it that we have to remind them of their shortcomings, of their of their flaws, of their imperfections? Why is it that if I stand upon a stage and I talk about all the negative things and all the issues? That people are more at ease, they're more comfortable. Oh, she's just like me. Oh, I can relate to her. See, she's not perfect. She's not this. But the minute if I come on stage and I talk about my accomplishments, about what I've done, about how great I think life is, and I also do provide a snapshot of the other issues, who does she think she is? Why is she all of that? Young women today are facing this exact same thing in high schools and elementary schools. They'll be bullied if they find out they can sing well or if they're the smartest in the class. Or if they're beautiful or if they're well-dressed or if they're or if they're exceptionally gifted in an area. It is she's so conceited. I think a lot of women have dealt with this in high school growing up. And my question is, why is she conceited? Is she conceited because she stood up and said, yes, I have a gift and I have a talent and I'm not afraid to share it? Is she conceited or full of herself because she's the smartest in the class and she is statistically by grades? Is she conceited and full of herself because she says, I want to run for president of student council. I want to be a cheerleader. Is that conceited? Is that being full of herself? Or is that walking in the light in which she's supposed to walk in? We have to ask ourselves these questions. Because at the end of the day, there's a true double standard, and I think we all know it, that exists between men and women. I remember even when having a discussion with with my husband, There was something that I didn't like that an individual had done, and I thought it was a bit shady or a bit, you know, weird. I voiced my concern to that individual, and they didn't like the fact that I voiced my concern. My husband was upset. He said, the way that you voiced your concern, it could have been delivered better. I said, but how would you have asked that simple question? And what I realized was that it was the fact that I was a woman and I was voicing my concern. That was the issue. Because if my husband did it, maybe his delivery would have been much softer, or maybe not. But if he did it, the same reaction that the person had to me, they would not have had to him. Why is it that even in a conference room, when men voice their concern, when men voice their opinions, it's taken, right? It's it's accepted. It's not fought against. It's not... um. It's not diminished. They listen to it. But if a woman voices her opinion, if a woman stands her ground, if a woman says how it really is and lays it on the table, who does she think she is? Oh, she's an ass. Oh, she's very difficult to deal with. Oh, her delivery is very poor. And on the flip side, if a man was to say the exact same thing, the reaction is totally different. Now you tell me, this is the same reactions and the same responses that are not just happening from men, but they're also happening from women. Like I said before, I kind of consider myself a straight shooter, you know, at times, and I really try to understand every aspect of an issue before even giving my own two cents. But gender equality, let me talk about this, gender equity, gender parity, gender equality, women empowerment must first start at home and that is amongst ourselves as women as girls as young women as adolescent girls as women as a tribe of women it must first start within the home right like when a child before they go out into the street you teach them the values and the morals of what it is to be a young woman what it is to be a young man that socialization process before you enter onto into society starts first within the home other structures then cement that i equate it to the same thing as womanhood There are certain values and certain morals and certain understandings and certain belief systems that as a woman, that have to be central to us. The fact and the matter that if a woman speaks up for herself, she's speaking up for herself. If a woman has the confidence to step out and say, I'm going to run for president, she's not full of herself. Especially if she's worked darn hard to be able to even say that. We have to empower ourselves starting within the home, starting within our own circles, starting within our own friendships. We have to let people blossom into who they are meant to be. We have to support each other. If the light is shining on someone much brighter than it is shining on the other person, it doesn't mean that your light will not come to you someday. It doesn't mean that because today that young woman is shining in her glory, that some way, somehow, that has taken the light off of your glory. Today it may be her, tomorrow it may be you. We have to be comfortable in witnessing greatness amongst ourselves. We have to be comfortable in accepting of people walking in their own light and in their own authority. I am not in the business of woman second rating and selling themselves short. If anyone knows me and if anyone has an interaction with me, they would know that if I see a person and I know I can see it that they have a talent and that they have a gift. And I and and, and and I think that's even my like a gift. I don't know because I see it in people. And I can easily go to them I say look if you did this you will be really successful. There's something that you're creative, you're smart, you have a light about you, you shine. Focus on this area. And I tell people how it is. I, what I see, I say. I don't, I don't. The whole point about when I tell people that you are meant to shine. is not to make you feel good about yourself. It's to really help you understand that I, I personally believe that everyone here that is put on this earth is here for a purpose and is here for a mission that only them, specifically them, can deliver. We are all unique as a fingerprint. There will be, there will never be another Yetunde. There will never be another Victoria or Veronica or uh, Samantha. There will never be another you. So therefore, with my understanding that there is a divine message, calling, or purpose on your life, I tell you that when you don't fulfill or find whatever that purpose is, when you have a gift and a talent and you sit on it, especially to make other people feel comfortable, You are doing God a disservice and you are doing the millions and thousands of people or even that one person in whom your gift and talent may may change their life forever. To me, I look at it that it's even beyond you. It's, It's beyond your accomplishments. It's beyond your talent and your gift. It's the fact of the matter that there's something specifically deposited in you as a woman, as a man that will touch the life of somebody else and if you don't recognize it or if somebody belittles that or if somebody tells you that you don't have what it takes to live and walk in that light then not only are you doing a disservice to yourself you're doing a disservice to God and you are and you are cheating the other person out of them being blessed because you have existed if we look at people in that light and not in the light that and not in a competitive light not in an insecure and jealous light. Do you know how much the world would be better? If we all understood that we all have a a, 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 a role to play in the betterment of humanity. And I, and I thank Oprah Winfrey for having this conversation. A conversation that I think needs to be continued. On why is it that we unfairly, even from the hands of women, treat the success of other women as if it is a crime. And it's not all women. Let's be clear. It's not all women. But to be honest, there is a double standard when it comes to men and women and when it comes to success and their role in society. There's a double standard when it comes to men and and, and women and friendships. There is a double standard. And until we are able to really address what these double standards are, to really address what the root of our displeasure and our insecurity in and seeing a woman rise to the occasion, then we are not really ready for gender equality. We are not really ready for woman empowerment. I'm just going to be honest. Because woman empowerment means that we are empowering each other to give each other the tools, the skills, and the ability to go out there and shine. That's what that is. It means that You will have the ability to point out your flaws, to deal with your issues, and use all of the knowledge that you skill, and use all the knowledge and experiences that you have developed from your experience with other women who believe in you to go out there and do great. But every single time I talk to a woman, the story and the narratives that I get back of their displeasure with other women is quite disheartening. And if you know me, you know me well, that I'm in the business of, woman empowerment, especially empowering young girls, not to fit in, that it's okay to stand out, that it's okay to be bold and beautiful and to to want to aim for the stars, that, it, that it's okay to be vocal and it's okay to say, yes, I'm talented. Yes, I'm gifted. Yes, I'm smart. Yes, I developed this. Yes, I want to do that. It is okay. It is okay to stand in your authority at a very young age and, and not let anybody diminish that. We need to start with young women, young girls. So once we build this society of young women and girls who are fearless, who are also supportive of other women, other girls, their friends, liberation as well. We will then have a society of women who truly honor and support the institution of womanhood and the institution of real friendship. Because any friendship that is based on you being mediocre or is based on you not living up to your full potential is is not truly a friendship. And that's a whole nother podcast topic. But this is just my, you know, my thoughts on this topic. I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for listening. Again, leave your comments on my Instagram page. I am Yatunde. Uh, my website is www.dryatunde.com. Uh, you can send me an email. You can listen to this on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Um, again, this whole podcast is about helping you put your best self forward. It is a self-help uh, and leadership podcast. So please, you know, I want you to listen to what I'm saying. I want I want to hear your feedback. I want to hear your thoughts. Have you ever experienced this? What are your thoughts about? Um, uh, the double standards that women also face, especially from the hands of other women and also from the hands of men um, in walking in their light, in talking about their accomplishments and successes, and, and, and really leading life with a balanced approach of that. I'm not perfect, but on the other hand, I'm, I'm quite damn good at what I do and feeling confident and comfortable in saying that to the world. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Thank you for tuning in to Ask Why Podcast. I'm Dr. Ye Tunde, and until we meet again, putting your best self forward. Starts now.